Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Good afternoon, evening, midday, morning, whatever time it happens to be in your part of town. Uh, we are Joe-less today because somebody, i.e. Billy, has to go on vacation and we didn't get to have our normally scheduled podcast on Wednesday and all this news is broke. So today, welcome to the extra point of Offensive Points. Go check out our actual weekly podcast that we recorded on Monday. It will be on YouTube shortly. Actually, after this one, ironically. Um, but here we are with Extra Point, Bill. Uh, a lot of news has happened. Um, yeah, we couldn't we couldn't wait a week. Uh, I, we just could not wait a week to talk about this. It, it, by the time we got to it next Wednesday, it would have been old as dirt. So I feel like we have to break this down right away. And then, of course, as soon as we're prepping to do this podcast, of course, the NFL never sleeps and decides to drop this Carson Wentz trade right on us. So we're going to have to instant react to that as well. So lots to talk about today. At least we'll be the first on that one, um, but you, you, go in whatever order you feel uh, is necessary with all this news. Well, I had prepared a lot more for the Seattle and Denver trade, so I think we'll we'll start with that, and then we'll kind of tack on at the end, kind of just basically instant reactions to the Carson Wentz trade, because I haven't even fully fleshed out what I thought about that trade just yet. So, yeah, I guess without further ado, let's just get into it. So Seattle and Denver decided to trade. Seattle receives the number nine pick in this year's draft, uh, the number 40 overall pick in this year's draft, which is uh, Denver's second rounder, 2023 first and second, and a 2022 fifth round pick, as well as Shelby Harris, quarterback Drew Locke, and tight end Noah Fant. And did the the Broncos get anything? Uh, We'll get to that. So just off the top, with just that little you know, mini hall. Uh, what do you think right off the bat? What did you think? I, I thought it was hilarious that they threw the fifth and fourth round pick in there. Like it had to be like, that was the deal breaker without, without that, it, the trade wouldn't have went through. But um, I think Seattle got an absolute steal here. They had problems with Russell Wilson as it was. So um, I don't think you could ask for much more considering, I think Noah Fant was the real kicker that everyone is kind of shocked about. Um, they do have Okabakan, I can't pronounce his name, but, uh, the other tight end that they drafted, just call him Alberto, Alberto. Uh, yeah, yeah I can't even pretend to act like I can pronounce or spell that. 
Um, so they do have at least some tight end there, but for Seattle to gain a, at least backup quarterback, a tight end, and then four pretty immediate st uh, starters, I imagine with these draft picks, I mean, they got an absolute haul for Russell Wilson. Uh, I, I like it for both sides, but I, I feel like Seattle obviously won this trade just because of the problems and complications they had with Russell Wilson in the first place. And then not just the absolute haul that they got with them. Yeah, so, I mean, Shelby Harris will start right away, let's be honest. Drew Locke, probably not going to start right away because I think that they're going to draft a quarterback. We'll get to that in one second. And then Noah Fant is an immediate starter at tight end, and whatever rookie quarterback comes in, it's a nice safety blanket for him because he's not a rookie tight end anymore. He's been in the league for three years now, so this will be a good uh, chance for whoever comes in there to immediately have you know DK Metcalf. They'll have Noah Fant. Um Maybe Tyler Lockett. I don't know. Let's get to the questions. Let's get to the questions. So I was actually just looking to see if Lockett's still signed, and it looks like he is. So. He is, and I have a question about him, but we'll do the first, the, the big one first. Seattle now owns the number nine pick. Can we just pencil in Pickett or Willis here? Like, is that pretty set in stone, you would think? I would think that they would go Willis here just because that style quarterback is what they've had for the last 10 years. So it just immediately fits in. I think this was the, a no-brainer. I like in, in reality, we had Denver wanting, or they should have drafted a quarterback here. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know who we really had officially going there. Well, we had but, uh, Devin Lloyd, but we didn't think Denver would even have that pick, so we just kind of put in who we thought Denver. You know, yeah, if, if they didn't trade, that was who they would. I just, take. I don't see why this wouldn't be Malik Willis personally. I think Kenny Pickett's still going to go. I think he's going to leapfrog even with the lack of stellar quarterbacks in the draft i think that he's gonna still leapfrog and go to carolina um so i just have to imagine malik willis goes here but i mean even pickett would be great you got a rookie quarter i they, it's a really stellar re rebuild and i think it'll be one of those immediate at least potential playoff team rebuilds like it's not like they have to go through the whole motions of getting every new player and then this right. trade boosted their defense and offense so okay well my next question to put on to that, because I think they're going Malik Willis. I think that that's pretty set in stone. Um, there is another situation maybe um, I'll get to in a sec that maybe could present itself. But just for the for the next question, do they move Tyler Lockett? Is Tyler Lockett the next piece to fall here? Are they going to try to flip him for maybe a third rounder from someone else? So that's crazy because I originally thought wherever Russell Wilson would go, Tyler Lockett would go, but – at this point, they don't really need anyone on top of Judy and Sutton and Tim Patrick in right. Denver. So, I mean, I don't know because I don't think Lockett's as good without Russell Wilson. So I would assume that they'd want to keep him, but they are paying him a lot of money. Um, so I think he's making like 17 mil a year or something like that. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I would think about it at the very least. I don't know what their cap situation looks like, but I assume it's pretty great after dumping Russell's contract. Yeah. Um, so they could I, probably afford keeping him. Yeah, they could. I, I think they may move him. I don't think, you know, he's going to be 30 this year, I believe, or he's either, either 30 or 31 this year. So, I mean, he's getting up there. It's, they're clearly either trying a rebuild or it's a soft rebuild, um, depending on what they decide to do at quarterback. But I think either they dump Tyler Lockett. If they're going full rebuild, they got to dump Tyler Lockett for whatever they can get for him. And a third-round pick at this point, well worth it yeah I, I i just hate the value that they put on players i feel like draft picks are so much highly more highly touted than players and lockett could easily change your 
next couple of years around if you traded for him. I think he'd at least be worth a second rounder, but unfortunately that would be around around a third rounder. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, all right. So my last question for Seattle is, is, is there any way they can avoid a rebuild here? And that would mean maybe a potential Deshaun Watson situation. So we did get news yesterday that uh, the grand jury will hear from Deshaun Watson's accusers on Friday. And that could potentially free up what we're, you know, kind of what's going forward is going to be for Deshaun Watson. So is there any way that, you know, we get this legal trouble figured out for Deshaun Watson? Obviously he's going to get suspended for X number of games, but you know, we're going to have more clarity come Friday. Is there potential that Seattle could turn around, flip something to, to the Texans to, to put Deshaun Watson in for Seattle? It's crazy because honestly, I didn't even think Russell Wilson's price tag was that high. So I imagine, let's say everything gets dropped, everything's free and clear, yada, yada, yada. Court, court data aside, you have to imagine Watson's more expensive than Russell Wilson. And you would if, think so because he's 26, I think. Yeah. And all those picks and everything. I mean, are you just going to turn around and flip the, that exact trade right back? I mean, or would you rather test the water and go draft Malik Willis, basically. Well, the problem with Seattle is that they don't really have many – I mean, they don't have their own first-rounder. Obviously, the Jets have it for this year. Um, so they would be giving up, like, pick number 9, number 41, 40, and then they would have probably put both 2023 picks first round in this draft. Like, there would just be a whole lot that Seattle would have to give up. It would, like, have to be one of those things that they were darn sure about. I would honestly like to see them go and grab Malik Willis. I don't think that they they have all this. They have three first rounders in the next two years. Go use them. I mean, that's that's the point. That's the same conversation. Not to bring my team into it, but the Eagles are in. They have three first rounders. Use them to build the team instead of to buy someone. Because honestly, the buying of teams and yeah, it worked for the Rams. That's great, but uh, it's it, the thing about buying teams is it's not sustainable. Like you're not going to have a, t- a good team for long. And I feel like you could build a, those three first round draft picks, one of them being Malik Willis, one of them being an offensive tackle, one of them being a stellar defensive star, depending on what it ends up as. I don't know, just little, little chess pieces and not utilizing that correctly can hurt your team a lot. So I can agree with that. I, the only thing that like kind of, pains me for it uh is that Pete Carroll's 70 years old like I don't know how many years he's gonna have left to do a full rebuild so and they I mean they had to be darn sure that Malik Willis is gonna come in there and be a star right away because this is gonna be a couple of down years I mean the Rams are still really good in that division San Francisco's only I think going to get better we'll see what Trey Lance can do and then Arizona I they they're not far away from being good it's I mean, they were really good in the regular season this year, but they weren't are not that far from being good all the way around. So you would need a Deshaun Watson if you're planning to compete in this uh, division. I agree and disagree. I mean, look, I, I love how the trade everyone was like, this boosts the Denver Stars. This also boosts the Seattle Stars. Because um, I imagine that, yeah, well, Russell Wilson didn't look good last year. I, I don't know. Maybe he just wasn't playing right. Point. I think DK Metcalf's, my top five prediction or whatever I had coming up for him this next year uh, actually could be potential. Cause what do you think whoever rookie quarterback is going to come in or young quarterback is going to, it's not, not drew lock. As long as it's not drew lock, they're going to just keep throwing to DK. They're going to throw to Noah fan. I mean, those stars on that team are going to look just as good as uh, maybe not quite as good as Denver's, but um, yeah. I think it boosts everything for fantasy. It adds a couple more players into rotation. So 
I think you're right. I think you're right. So, all right. Well, that's enough of Seattle. They're either in a soft rebuild or a full rebuild. Either way, Seattle fans, it's going to be a tough couple years, I think. So let's move on to Denver because they're all in now. So Denver in this trade gets Russell Wilson and a 2022 fourth-round pick for this year. So, I mean, not obviously their first-rounder, but obviously we were thinking they might go Rodgers here. They end up – apparently that wasn't even in the cards. They had been playing in this trade for about two weeks now. I'm assuming Russell Wilson kind of gave his blessing that, that hey, if Denver is on board, like that's a place that I would be willing to go. Um, so Russell Wilson, now a Denver Bronco. It, what is your what was your instant reaction to seeing that? So honestly, I thought it happened really quickly. So obviously, we all kind of had Rogers going here, which uh, Rogers. I, I don't know if we're touching on him yet, but I'm gonna go ahead and pop him in there. And uh, I just love it because he's he literally complained and whined for the last two years about they don't build around my team, they won't build around my team. Oh, you're gonna pay me fifty million? Okay, I'll just stay then, I guess. But like, what did that solve? But anyway, on to on to Denver. Um, I like it for Denver. This is what they, they're literally one piece away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that offensive weapons they have, they're all very young. Russell Wilson's probably a better salt solution than Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers will give you two years. Russell Wilson should give you more than that. I imagine. Um, so you got Russell Wilson, uh, Javante Williams, Judy and Sutton, and even Tim Patrick, that offense is going to be stellar. They can add some key pieces in the draft and free agency um i i like to see them grab some uh of those middle range stars in free agency i assume they'll be pretty uh active in that not sure how much money they have after this russell wilson situation but i love it for both the teams like i said i don't think it was a bad trade i just think seattle won it because of the amount of just picks and players that they got yeah and the future looks better denver is clearly playing for right now um they they have a good core in place. They were really just missing the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater was not that guy, as we found out. Um, but my I guess my question to you with this is: this makes Wilson a top blank QB in fantasy going into this next season. I'd I'd say top five, but it's tough. I'd say right outside the top five at the very least. Top I think- seven. Like I think well, I was about to say seven is probably where I'm going to slot him right now because I think if I'm just spitballing off my head, I hopefully I don't forget anybody here. But we got Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, um, Lamar Jackson, Burrow, might, might Lamar Jackson, and then Burrow's probably right around. And then well, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be in there, isn't he? Uh, probably out Lamar Jackson put Aaron Rodgers in there, but I think you could probably put. Wilson at seven, Jackson at eight, and I think I would be okay with that. I mean, Stafford's probably got an argument to be in there as well, yeah. but I could see him slip and sneak into the top five. It just depends on how well he the you know chemistry goes with this team. I just like with that amount of weapons. I mean, he's got a good run game. There's just there's so much going for him there, and I, I just think that this is one of the better offenses he'll be able to play with. Maybe not weapons wise. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf may be better than Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, but just the the full breadth of of things they got going there, I think, will be good for Russell Wilson. They also didn't really have a running game. Seattle kept trying to get a running back, and it just yeah. Never... Chris Carson healthy was pretty good, but that was about it. He was pretty good, and he was a solid twelve point. Uh, Marshawn Lynch at his height, that was his best. Yeah, and that was a long time ago, and that was when they were going to the Super Bowl, and yeah. they haven't in a while, so. Um, I, I like it for him. I think Javante Williams is going to be just ridiculous this year. I think if anything, he's 
leapfrogged into a top. I five. actually, I actually, so that my next question was, does this hurt any player on the Broncos? I think it might hurt Javante. I really do. And mm-hmm. only because I think they're going to sign someone to Pass help. Catchy. Yeah. I think they're going to have another, I feel like, I thought he was going to go in, be the workhorse. They were going to focus mainly on him in the offense. Now I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be a very pass-heavy offense. It's going to be a lot of RPO, and I get that. But I think like he's just going to split time again, which is unfortunate. But he'll still be good. I still think he'll be high. Like I, I don't, I'm not worried about him, but I, I think the ascension that we expected from Javante Williams might be a little more capped than it was going into uh, this offseason. I couldn't disagree more. Um, so my logic is Russell Wilson never had a run game. So he's literally just been doing his own thing. So what they're going to try to do is keep him healthy. So they're going to run the ball. And also Denver didn't have a passing game because Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater were garbage. So there's going to be a healthy mix. I think Javante gets his 18 carries per game. I will, I do agree. They will bring in another running back. I would look at kind of like a McKissick James white type player. Um, I don't I know. think they might get Melvin Gordon back. Like that's, uh, that's my, I don't, that's I don't my think concern here. I don't think they'll do Melvin Gordon again. Um, they probably have a lot of cap situation. I think Melvin Gordon's going to get paid a lot more than that. I think they're going to go for one of those like mid range McKissick Naheem Hines types, like a, a true pass catcher, which Javante Williams doesn't do bad in it, but he's not a true pass catcher. So I'm not worried about Javante Williams at all. I think if anything, his stock went up because of this, because I think that there will be enough distraction to where Russell can throw the ball down the field and they stacked the box against Javante and uh, Melvin Gordon all last year. And they still ran just fine. So that offensive line isn't a problem. Fair enough. I I think if he, if if Aaron Rodgers had gone there, I would think Javante, 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 but with Russell Wilson being there, he's not not, as mobile as he used to be. Not as, not as excited as I once was, but doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I don't think he's going to be bad. Let's put it that way. I'm not, I'm not saying that there's like, you know, this doesn't move him down my board at all. Like he's still Javante is still up at the upper echelon. So I got a question um, for you then Um, unrelated to Javante. I'll talk, I could talk about him all day, Mm -hmm. which wide receiver is going to be the wide receiver one at the end of the year. Jerry Judy. You think so for Broncos? Yeah. And it's only because Nathaniel Hackett and the way that he designs his offenses for like how it was in green Bay anyway, is that like I think if we did if we just had to put the receivers that are there in the roles that were in uh, in Green Bay? So I think Jerry Judy will be put in the Devontae role. I think they'll put Cortland Sutton in the MVS role, and I think they'll put uh, Tim Patrick in the Alan Lazard role. And I think that's kind of how the ball will get spread around. God, um, I really hope Sutton isn't uh, MVS. I don't think. I mean, he's he's way more talented than MVS. I don't I don't think there's any question about that. Um, okay. I got one more question for Denver and then we'll move on to the Wentz trade. So with Noah Fant leaving, obviously that leaves Albert O as the only tight end there. Does Denver draft slash sign a new tight end this off season? I think so. I don't think you can trust him. I no offense to Albert O, but I, he's never really had the shot, but he also hasn't really shown anything in that backup role. So I would have to assume that they're still going to go grab one. Yeah, but, I've seen a lot of discourse on Twitter today about like, oh, this is finally Albert O. Like, you need to go trade for him now. Just everybody's banging the drum for Albert O. And I just, first of all, I want to caution everybody. Uh, Russell Wilson and tight ends weren't always a great combination. Um, I'm sure the scheme will be a little bit different with Nathaniel Hackett there, but tight ends for Green Bay weren't always a big thing too. So I, I just want to caution everybody that like, maybe the tight end position isn't necessarily an end-all be-all in, in Denver, maybe 
You don't have to go throw down some crazy trades to make something happen. I do think they add somebody in this draft. This is a pretty tight end heavy draft as far as like those mid round guys. So I think this will be an easy thing for Denver to pick up. I think they have other issues to address in the draft. I think this would be a great free agent situation personally. Um, there's, and I'm not talking the the number one, they're not going to get Zach Ertz. They're not going to get Gronk. If Gronk's still playing, I don't even know, but I mean, they could grab like a, um, uh, for one, Gerald Everett's out there. Um, OJ Howard would be really cheap after kind of a couple Russell Wilson will not have Gerald Everett back. I, okay. After, after what happened in Seattle last season. That's fair. But you know, there's some, that there's those mid range guys out there. Yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram, another guy who did never really live up to his name. Ferkser, Tanyan. Jared Cook. I mean, not that they need Jared Cook or anything like that, but I think there's enough tight ends out there that you could pay three mil a year just to kind of let Albert O. All you need is a second tight end. You don't need a you know star tight end. You got wide receivers and running back. You'll be okay. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's move on to this Carson Wentz trade. So literally like an hour before we were about to, not even an hour, probably like 50 minutes ago, um, Adam Schefter decides to pop up on my phone and drop another massive qb trade not as massive as russell wilson but still as far as like the dominoes falling this is a huge domino to fall so carson Wentz gets traded from the colts to the to the washington commanders uh washington receives carson Wentz and a 2022 second round pick um for this they pretty much just swap picks uh the commanders and the colts well they no, they swapped a second for a third so the commanders got a second and the colts got a third this year Oh yes. no, there is the second one too. Yeah, no, no, yes, wow. yes. It's a, it's weird. It was weirdly written. I, I will give you that. Um, so just instant reaction. Carson Wentz on the Commanders. What do you like? What are you thinking about that? Um, so I, I love this uh, from the Eagles standpoint because not only it did this just fail abysmally for uh, the Colts, and they basically just gave it for like a second round pick is what essentially what I'm seeing, like a second potentially. Is what they're getting out of this and losing a third. Yeah, they're getting the salary eaten, which is great. But what are they going to do is my question, which I imagine that's one of your questions as well. So, but back in the NFC East, uh, gets to play the Eagles twice and a the year. Colts. And the Colts. Play, he gets to play Eagles twice this year and the Colts uh, once this year. So he's in got Indianapolis, to, by the way. He's got something to prove. I think, uh, I don't think this guy was ever bad. I think he gets a bad rap because of his injury and a couple of injuries well, uh, in the Eagles. And then it seems it, like these front offices are, are making it seem like he's kind of a baby. Like, oh, I think he is a baby. He's, he's kind I'm, of uh, protective of his uh, appearance, I guess, of being the starter or whatever. Well, this is the third team. And uh, if it doesn't work now, it's not going to work ever. I guess it's the real question here but the commanders do have a pretty good team or i'm sorry the red wolves that's what i'm going to call them because that was the the correct team name you guys should have went with um but i just i got mclaurin and and people are worried about mclaurin's situation we kind of talked about this where people oh well now mclaurin's stock goes down it's like he had taylor heineke throwing the ball to him he had eight different quarterbacks throwing him the ball the last three years if he if wins can stay healthy wins can he's gonna do what he did with michael pittman last year he's gonna get plenty of catches I wouldn't be too worried about that part of it. Yeah, I, I think I can agree with that as well. Um, I'm not worried about Terry McLaurin. Um, I think that if anything, this keeps him about the same as where he was at. It, I think it even raises his level a little bit. So not too concerned about that. However, this takes another quarterback destination off the ground or off the off the market, or does it? Does Washington maybe still dip into the quarterback 
tool in this draft. I mean, that would that would totally just be the worst possible thing you could do for Carson Wentz. But that would really hurt his ego. It, it would be the worst possible thing for him. But it's he's there at the eleventh pick. Like it's if Pickett's sitting there, what do you do if you're Washington? Do you just let it slide, pick something else, or maybe do you try to go after that? I would say getting like Ritter in the second round might not be a bad choice. They just gained a second round pick. Oh, um, they, they did that with Jalen Hurts and it hurt Wentz's feelings so bad. I mean, I just leave. don't see them. I don't think they should use the top 10 pick for a quarterback anymore because you have your quote unquote starter, at least for the year. And like you said, there's plenty of quarterbacks in the next year. So if he does fail, go draft yourself a new quarterback next year. I think if anything, this brings the Colts into drafting a quarterback, which they don't have a first round pick. Sure don't. Um, so unless they can package this, these second and third to, to something important, like late first or something, maybe sneak in to get Sam Howell kind of worried about the Colts, honestly. But one thing we didn't touch on here is Carson Wentz went to Indy and immediately Jonathan Taylor was vaulted to the number one running back in the game. Obviously I'm not saying this is going to happen with Antonio Gibson, but I assume it's got to boost his numbers. I mean, he was, he's been a top, 15 ish running back the last two years. Probably I, I would, I will have to see what kind of scheme they're going to run. I'm not really a hundred percent positive. I'm sure it's not going to be the same thing they were doing with Heineke, but I, I hope it's more pass heavy for Carson Wentz's sake, because I think that's, I think that would be better for him. I think having Jonathan Taylor be, you know, the bright shining star on the team may have not helped ruffled some feathers on him. Yeah. Yes. I don't you know. I'm like, keep a little, you know, keep my distance from saying uh, what I'm thinking. But I think Carson Wentz with the commanders, I think this is a good opportunity to get a fresh start for him. Um, I'm hoping he can do kind of what we thought Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to be able to do when he got there last year. Maybe finally we can see all of those weapons. He's got Curtis Samuel. He's got uh, Deami Brown, obviously Terry McLaurin. Um, and they got the running back at least one. They're probably going to have to sign another one. And maybe that defense can come back. I, the division is not as far out of reach as possible, but with Wentz, I'm not sure how good they can possibly be. It still looks like at least third in the division, I feel like. I don't know. Honestly, Washington is set up to win the division. They are all three of You think the, they beat the Cowboys and the Eagles? Yeah, I, just, I, I do. I think they okay. could. I don't, I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying I think that they're set up for it. Their defense is pretty good. They have a great running back, running game in general because McKissick, I don't know if he's still there. Uh, and then their receivers are pretty good. I mean, if Wentz can actually play right, yeah. I, have, I This is an upgrade at quarterback regardless. I mean, yeah, I mean, when, that's true. Whether you hate Carson Wentz or not, I mean, you have to say that this is an upgrade at Heineke and doing me wrong. I actually liked Fitzpatrick, but he got injured week one and then just never came back. So, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Colts because they're a way bigger question mark. So in this trade, they got a 2022 second round pick, 2022 third round pick. And then a 2023 third round pick that can become a second round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps. I think it's hilarious that the Colts ended up doing that exact same trade, except for this time it'll be a second rounder if everything works out. Um, but they're without a quarterback, Josh. They don't have any quarterback except for, I think, Eason? Jacob Eason on the roster right now. So trade seems difficult. I mean, this is a good Jimmy Garoppolo maybe situation if they can flip those seconds. Um, Mitch Trubisky, maybe, even though it looks like Giants are going to bring in Mitch Trubisky to yeah, fight with Daniel like Jones. James Winston? Yeah, but... I mean... I just, like, what I what I hate this for is Michael Pittman. 
because he was set to have a great season coming up this next year. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor remains with the same workload. I think whatever uh, quarterback you get in there is going to have to be okay with being second fiddle to the run game, and that's kind of Jimmy Garoppolo's strong suit. Um, And he's got a strong defense. So Jimmy Garoppolo kind of would be flipping a team that he's used to to a a new team that runs kind of the same situation. Um, Heavy defense, heavy run game, make throws when you have to. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would be my pick right now if we had to had to guess. Well, considering and they're most likely not going to be able to trade or draft a rookie quarterback this year. Not a I good would, one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have to agree that I think uh, Jimmy G or I like Jameis there too. I think that would be a terrible move. I mean, I wouldn't sign him to a long-term deal or anything, but get him through a year or two with Jonathan Taylor and Jameis. I mean, he looked pretty good as long as he comes back from that injury okay. But I agree. I think Jimmy G, like you said, he can he can play second fiddle to the running game. So that'd be a great landing spot. I don't know what the Colts are up to right now, but um, I'm hoping it's one of those two because if it's not, I, I think you're screwed. No. Uh, and then, like, as far as um, the rest of that team, I'm, I'm really – I don't know. Uh, obviously, without knowing who their quarterback's going to be, I hate trying to prognosticate what the rest of them are going to be able to do. But I think there's no need to panic on Taylor, no need to panic on Pittman just yet <laughs> it kind of depends on who who they bring in but i i don't think you can panic panic just yet i mean i, I don't know maybe the maybe the eagles will trade jalen hurts to them or something i'm just kidding that'd be terrible yeah for a conditional first round or second yeah, round pick that could but be it first. plays 70 percent of snaps we get your first for the next right. three years yeah but yeah that's true no i feel like the eagles are lucking out they like they're having all this stuff fall around them which is fine and they're getting to keep all their picks and they can build a strong roster. I'm glad that we didn't bite on the Russell Wilson. I don't even think we really linked to him. The Deshaun Watson thing, they've said Howie Roseman's poked around, but he's probably looking for a deal if I know anything better. I don't think he's actually, let's do this, but if he could do it for cheap enough, I think he would. Hey, man, you got a lot of problems right now. Maybe if we throw you a first round, one of our three first I just feel, don't feel like the Texans GM would do that because if he would have he, he would have traded no. him last year probably if, if he was going to do deals. So I feel like he's just held on. They're still holding because this Friday, literally, like I mentioned earlier, we find out a little bit more information. This will not be the set in stone, like what happens in the case, but hearing from the grand jury and kind of getting more of a, a, a sense of how that case is going to go would will kind of determine what we're going to see from Deshaun Watson this off season. But you're absolutely right. But yeah, I don't I don't know what the Colts are going to do quarterback wise. It's actually kind of a bombshell on their their part. I think it's a great move for Washington. Um and that's when you really didn't have to give much up for a second or a third round pick and swapping your seconds and then potentially a second round pick next year. Yeah, there's that a very good, There's a very good chance by the time people listen to this podcast whether it's a day from now or two days from now that the Colts have already made the trade and we we don't even have to you know, you're just hearing us talk about possibilities when we already know the answers. So. Well, like like you said, I think Jimmy G is the most suitable fit here. Hopefully that's what their game plan is here. I would imagine so. And that would clear the way for Trey Lance to be the quarterback in San Francisco. And then Jimmy G gets a chance to have his very own team. The Colts have had like five different starting quarterbacks in the last five years, which since is lot, since luck retired, kinda, which is kind of hilarious. Um, but like it, it sucks for them because they built such a great roster and if they could just get that one position right which is why if you're the broncos you make that kind of trade because if you have brailed the roster and you just get that one guy that can change everything then you'll be fine 
and they didn't do it with Wentz. So hopefully they can do it with whoever the next guy there is. I mean, other than uh, off the field issues, I don't know why they're giving up on Wentz this early as it is. But I mean, it Washington's seem- taking the contract. That's that's one the the contract was stupid. I can we can we can talk about that uh, all day. But yeah, I don't know. Ugh, I feel bad for I feel bad for the Colts because if they don't make the right move now, like they're screwed. I do too. You're right. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. Well, that's all we got for today. It was just a short little had to get these trades in there because we could not wait until next Wednesday because free agency starts next Wednesday, Josh, and we're going to have a whole hell of a lot to talk about next Wednesday. So we just need to get these trades out of the way. Uh, Sorry, Joe, that you couldn't be here. Um, They will be on the dynasty tailgate podcast tomorrow talking about the uh, NFL combine, which a lot more to talk about now because now you have no clue where these quarterbacks are going to go. Exactly. Uh, we kind of had some spots pegged in, in our mock draft and those one, two of them got exploded, I think. Um, yeah. We'll so. have to see what happens the next week. It's going to be phenomenal. I see. Yeah. I see these trades aren't done either. So yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more before next Wednesday. So without further ado, follow us at offensive points, follow at Josh at Josh hall, STL one H follow me at Umbre vendor. Um, on Twitter, hit us up, talk to us, let us know what you think. Um, Josh, get us out of here. Thanks for listening to us guys. Uh, hopefully none of these trades and conversations comes up obsolete by the end of this, but, uh, we appreciate you listening and, uh, we'll, we'll get this a little bit better next time. We'll, we'll try not to go on vacations, Bill. Yeah. Well, tell people not have weddings at any point in their lives. That's also fair.